This is the Crescent Project, bringing you powerful teaching, testimony, and truth about God's miraculous movement in the Muslim world and how we as Christians can join Him in His kingdom work. I'm Matt Bonner, and I serve as the Communications Director for Crescent Project, a national Christian ministry focused on equipping the church to share the gospel with Muslims. You can find us online at crescentproject.org. Send us your feedback or questions to be answered on the program via email to radio at crescentproject.org. Greetings and welcome to Crescent Project Radio. Before we get started today, I want to make a quick plug for our upcoming Oasis Conference 2015. For the first time, Crescent Project will be offering our uh, annual equipping conference in two locations, one in the, on the West Coast and one on the East Coast, and they're in October and November as we want to help uh, get the word out about that. This is our three-day workshop-driven conference where you can come and be equipped to reach Muslims with the gospel. Whether you're just starting out or whether you've been reaching Muslims for a long time, this is a wonderful equipping conference for you with 30 workshops or so to choose from. The theme this year is From Jihad to Jesus, Overcoming Evil in the Face of Rising Islam. And we want to send you to our website to check that out. Crescentproject.org forward slash Oasis is where you can learn about that conference. We'd love to have you join us. Again, it's Crescentproject.org forward slash Oasis. We'd love to see you there. Today we have the privilege of interviewing a believer from a Muslim background from Iraq. His name is Ali, and he has only been here in the United States for three years. Uh, he is one of uh, many who ended up serving uh, with U.S. military um, during the Iraq War uh, several years ago. And uh, I've gotten to know Ali. He's just a, a wonderful, godly man, and he loves the Lord, and I'm excited to have him on the show today. So welcome to the program, Ali. Thank you. Thank you. Well, it's great to have you on, and we're so glad that you could join us and to, to share some of your story with us. Well, I yeah. want to be, I want to begin uh, with your uh, native country, uh, Iraq. So much has happened there since you left there uh, several years ago, around 2011, 2012. Many are saying that you know, it just obviously doesn't look good uh, with everything going on over there right now with ISIS, and that mm-hmm. uh, things may never be the same. Um, uh, and so, obviously, we know that they're working to establish the the caliphate. And uh, I wanted to talk to you about this, just get your opinion and uh, get your assessment about what's uh, what's happening there right now. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's very, you know, uh, first, really, I'm very glad to get this opportunity. And thank you for uh, giving me this opportunity to share my testimony and be a blessing to others. Sure. You know, my country is, uh, you know, uh, have been going through many hard times, many wars and uh People, they get more frustrated, no freedom, no peace, and uh, poor country, mm-hmm. uh, sadly. Uh, when we see people like ISIS growing and growing, keep it growing in this country, you know, there is, uh, uh, there is something uh, uh, help the people to join ISIS, you know, and uh, feeling more peace to be with ISIS because they can provide for them uh, like homes and uh, money and work and uh, uh, just uh, give them right to do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can see a lot of uh, poor people, they join them, people who they don't have education, people who they don't even know really uh, even Islam, you mm-hmm. know? Mm. So uh, I don't think ever Iraq experienced a group like ISIS before, even with Qaeda. Uh, when they start in 2004 in Iraq, uh, you know, like uh, ISIS is more affecting uh, this country, and you can see they are taking over and over many uh, cities in Iraq. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it was pretty rough, and obviously it's hard to avoid uh, the topic. It's on the news a lot, um, and it's affected, of course, many people over there. A lot of refugees um, fleeing and looking for homes, or looking right. for a new home, I guess. Now, I understand yeah. that uh, that some of your family has, has been affected by ISIS. Can you share uh, what has happened there? Yeah, so, uh, you know, I have a lot of uh, relatives from my family. They work with, uh, with the Iraqi government and... Uh, as a military, trying to protect their land and their families. And sadly, they woke up in the morning and they find ISIS on the street. Mm. So they captured them all with, the, with their kids and their wives and they killed them on the street. Mm. Now, now, it's very sad that they, they have been asking, you know, uh, for help for so long. And they say, you know, the city is collapsed. We need help. We need support. But uh, it was too late. So, uh, so it did affect the family, and uh, it's very. Uh, we are heartbroken, you know, uh, to see uh, people. They try to fight and uh, defend uh, their their lives, actually, and their their families, but they couldn't because uh, the support was too late for them. Mm. Yeah. So, so we lost uh, five uh, family members. Mm. So sorry to hear that. My goodness. Yeah. And it, it certainly hits home. Uh, when you hear something like that, a lot of us uh, see things on the news, but we obviously don't uh, typically know anybody who's been in- directly impacted by it. So uh, certainly um, disturbing to hear that. Uh, and these were um, so. Th- how were they related to you? Were they um, uncles and aunts or cousins or wh- who were who were they in your family? It's it's from the like from the uncle side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like from uh, uh, my dad's uh, parents. Mm, okay. Yeah. Wow. Very sad. Yeah. Very sad. Yeah. Now, you grew up there as a Muslim, uh, raised in a mm-hmm. Muslim family. Uh, what, can, so what what happened to make you start thinking outside of Islam then? T- talk to us about a little bit about your journey then. Yeah. So I grew up as a uh, Muslim from a Sunni background, and... Uh, you know, I I grew up to uh, study Islam and love Islam and uh, practice every single thing in Islam. Go to mosque and read Quran. I memorize the, uh, like almost have the Quran because I I just uh, I'm in love with this uh, like holy book for for us as a Muslim. Mm-hmm. And uh, trying to study Sharia, so I went and study Sharia. And uh, there's always a question. You know, like like most people, even in, uh, Muslims, you know, they, they do have a question, but the problem is there is no answer. Mm. And when you go deep with the questions, and I go many times and ask, you know, people who they have authority and they have more knowledge in Islam, they told me that, you know, uh, we born as a Muslim and we should accept what we, what we uh, grow up with. And, and this is uh, the word of God and we shouldn't question it. So, uh, so nobody answered my questions, you know, like, that's God forgive me, you know, it's the forgiveness only when I go to Hajj in, in Mecca in Saudi Arabia. This is the only way for forgiveness and be born again. Uh, and God forgive all of our sins, you know, and so, so many things. So uh, all the time when you see uh, Muslim people who they came to Christ, they have a question, you mm. know, about their faith. Nobody can answer them, only Jesus. So, uh, mm. so uh, you know, 
so many things we don't agree about, you know, but we cannot talk about it because we are not allowed. Mm. You know? Yeah, that's interesting because I and that's kind of what I understand, too, is that because Islam is so authoritarian in nature that you're not really allowed to ask questions. Right. And so what you're saying is that even even the, the imams and those who are, you know, the the uh, the leaders of the mosque and, and, and the folks who teach, you're not even allowed to really ask them questions. Then? Well, I believe even they did probably have the same question when they study Sharia, so they can be imams, so they can be leaders, mm-hmm. and I believe nobody answered the question the same, you know, so mm. so if you ask somebody who don't have the answer how he can answer you. <laughs> sure. You know, sure. so, 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 so this, is, this is very dangerous because they're growing generation by generation and then we lost the truth. Mm. So, so, you know, I understand that's why when they say you know, we can re- respond to your answers. Like we, can, I mean, a question. Sorry. So it, it it is it is makes sense for me because I believe they also have a question and nobody answered them as well. Mm. So everybody have questions, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think God He wants us to ask questions so we can understand His love for us. Mm-hmm. But who can answer our questions? Mm-hmm. So you had yeah. questions they they weren't able they weren't able to answer them. So you started. That started that, that that started to make you doubt Islam then that since they couldn't answer your questions. Actually, I live with it. Mm. So, and this time I didn't search for other faith because mm-hmm. you know I love my faith and and I say you know it is what it is. This is the reality. And uh, if the people who they are my uh, they say my example, you know, and uh, and people who I'm learning from uh, Sharia law and like you know like Sharia and try, try to understand my faith as a Muslim. They cannot answer all the questions I have. So, I mean, I live with it, like how they, they do the same thing. They live with their life, and they love their faith, and they love to read Quran and practice everything in Islam. Mm-hmm. So I do the same things, you know, like I was just, but I do have the questions in my heart, you know, like, because I never know there is somebody can answer all my questions, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right, right. So. So how did your journey to Christ begin then? Walk us through that. So, you know, part of actually what happened in my life, you know, like uh, uh, being as a Muslim, seeing seeing my country going through a hard time, war, and just see people kill each other, and then uh, fight, you know, between Sunni and Shia, and, 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 and everything doesn't make sense, you know. So, uh, and that time, you know, like when I... I decide to be volunteers and work with the, with the U.S. military and the Iraqi military to, to try to make a difference and make change in my country. And, you know, this is what I believe, you know, peace doesn't came with, 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 with guns and, and wars, you know, peace came by the people by themselves to live by peace. You know, like Jesus say, love your enemy and pray for who persecute you. Mm-hmm. Now, nobody do that. Mm-hmm. So, so, uh, just being with the environment that's people who love God, and basically it was the first time being with a Christian who they are believer. Mm-hmm. You know, the the first time I received a prayer was from my translator, and that time my English was not good. <laughs> so my translator, he was a very uh, uh, strong believer, and he used to pray for me in Jesus' name every day. We go with mission. Mm. You know, like with some operation with the military, mm. and and then I never really understand his prayer, or actually I never care that much because he's a Christian. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. But it's doing something in my heart, you know, when he said, I pray that Jesus will protect you. He will be with you. He will fill your heart with peace. He's so proud of you. And it just makes me think, who is Jesus, you know? <laughs> but I never really, like, you know, try to understand it more because we know Jesus in the Quran, and we didn't know a lot about him. So it began when uh, uh, I left from, uh, you know, after when uh, everything uh, become like, safe and uh, we give more... Uh, safety for the people who, like, they was leaving their homes. And then at that time, I decided to finish my work, and we we end up all the program, the program I was in with the military. So I left in uh, another city in uh, in Iraq where I, there's a lot of Christian and there's a lot of believers. And that time, I don't understand what the difference between believers and a Christian. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I know Christian, the people who I see in movies, people I see drink alcohol, that's what my view about Christian. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then I met a friend uh, uh, on this uh, city I was in Iraq, and uh, he was uh, encouraged me to read the Bible. And uh, he said, you know, like, uh, sometimes there's a lot of uh, questions we have, but uh, we can find some answer in this book, you know. And uh, he asked me questions, actually. He said, do you believe one day you can become a follower of Jesus. And I was so mad at him. I was like, who you are telling me to change my faith? There's <laughs> nobody in this world can change my faith, you know? Yeah. And you cannot ever and never ask me this question, you know? And he was actually afraid from me a little bit. He said, oh, I'm so sorry, you know, I didn't mean to hurt your feeling. I was like, it's not about feeling. This is my faith. This is what God wants us to be in Islam. It's the, the 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 last faith, and the Quran is the last holy book, and everybody should believe in it. Mm-hmm. So that's how my energy and uh, you know, like, have it for Islam. But again, he put it, he put this like he make all my questions come back in my heart again and be alive about did one day really I can change my faith and be follower of Jesus and what follower of Jesus means. So I start to read the 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 Bible. And I start from the New Testament and reading ver- like verse by verse, verse by verse, I cannot stop because there are so many things I have a question for. Mm-hmm. I find the answer on the Bible, which is nobody in my whole life can answer these questions. Mm. But it's just a book <laughs> by reading, answer me. Mm-hmm. And then I start to feel like there's something wrong, you know, like... Why people, they cannot answer this question, and there is a book, and this word can answer them, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then that's when it starts, and then I went back and then talked to him and say, I start to read, and then, you know, this is what I feel. And then he asked me, say, you know, uh, I know you pray five times a day, and I would like to ask you to pray one, one more extra, basically, <laughs> and ask God and see, to show you, if you, if God wants you to be Muslim, be Muslim. But if God wants you to show you something else, uh, I ask you really to to pray. And then this time, you know, like for for one week I pray, but I didn't hear anything. And it was so strange because we never believe we hear from God. <laughs> so uh, so I went back and I say, look, I told you I'm Muslim, and you don't understand that. And he say, did you pray because I asked you to pray, or did you pray because you want to find the truth? Mm, mm-hmm. And it just makes it so deep in my heart, 
and I went back home and I just cried like a baby and I don't under I don't really understand why but I just felt like God he was doing something so much big in my heart and make me feel warm that uh, you know yes you know like I, I want to find the truth you know I I am lost, you know, I feel I'm not Muslim, I feel I'm not Christian, I feel like God, he was emptying my heart for, like, just, just, just working in my life in this time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So in this case, I, I am not believer yet, and I'm not Muslim, because I just feel like something changed. So, so, uh, I slept, was like around like two in the morning, and uh, I woke up in, in, in like a other, other, like a dream, you know? Mm. And uh, it was a war around me, and there was no peace, you know. And there was people dying on the street, and then I was just shocked. I was like, I remember I just put my head on the pillow and I slept. Why I'm here? So it was not something like a dream. It was it was my life. Mm. And then I walk around. I just see people crying, people running everywhere, and and there was a mountain within this city I was in. And then I decide to. To climb the mountain and go and see what's going on because I'm really afraid. So I was climbing this mountain and then every time like step up and step down was so hard for me. But in the end, when I when I reached the top, I looked at the other side and I saw two groups. One on the on the on the left was people who they really have joy and they just happy and have celebration. And the other group they have sword and they are so angry and they just want to fight. Hmm. And then they both call me in my name and they say, hey, Ali, come here. And then I was like, how did you know my name? You know, I was like, they look like even waiting for me. Mm. So I just decide to run and go to the people who they have joy. And, you know, when you are on the top of the hill or mountain, you just go so fast. <laughs> so, so I was so fast. Like, I can remember. I was so fast. So all these people, they have joy and peace. There was surrounding me and hug me and the only things I hear they say Jesus love you Ali Jesus love you mm. and uh, it's just giving me a tear now because you know I never felt this uh, mm. this love before absolutely yeah so this is all happening in a dream here yeah wow so you get a sense of the community of of uh, Christ followers, and it, it draws you. So what happened next? So you so you uh, you were awakened then in a dream to uh, to to these other other possibilities. Then, yeah, you know, like uh, I woke up in the morning was like I think like it was like at three, and then three o'clock, and I call uh, my friend <laughs> and I say, uh, "Hey, I get dream," and he say, "Well, you know, thank you for calling me, but it's three o'clock in the morning." <laughs> so. Yeah, I was I was so excited because I want to understand, you know, this is, was not a dream. I was there, so uh, mm. I went to I went to uh, me and him. We went out and outside, and then uh, we went and talked to other pastor in the church there. And then he was saying like, you know, Ali, when when God give give us dream, and we hear the name of Jesus, that's when you're special. Right. And uh, mm. we know we know you as a Muslim, when you accept Jesus, your faith actually, actually they can persecute you. Right. Because anybody leave Islam is basically the judge for that will be death. Right. And, and I cannot tell you 
to be Christian, and I cannot tell you anything. I think you are the one you choose what you want to be. Right. And and then I say, okay, well, give me more time. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I went back in the same day, and I prayed, and I just feel so much joy in my heart I never experienced before. Like, mm. I don't think I share my testimony and my story with many Muslims. I don't think they understand how much I have joy in my heart after searching for Jesus. Mm. And it, it, is, it is a happiness I never felt before. You know, and just uh, uh, when I read uh, about the lost sheep and, and I just see myself, I was a, I was a sheep and, and I, I lost my way. Mm-hmm. And I was a weak, weak you know, and, and then and I just feel like I'm back, you know, I'm home. That's so, wonderful. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, I went back the, the following days and then I tell them, this is what I feel. This is my decision. And I took full responsibility for it. Mm. I know my family, they might, they might hate me or they might kill me or they might not love me anymore, which is family is important, you know, uh, to have and uh, special with our culture is shame and honor culture. So we have to respect and honor our family. But I think this is my life, too, and I have to follow the, the truth. Mm-hmm. So uh, we pray. And in this day, I received Jesus was in 2010. Wow, wow. Praise the Lord. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Man, that's fantastic. Now, I want to go back yeah. to something I think I heard you share with me before. Uh, and it's something about how you were really, um, you know, when the Iraq, when the war started, you were really ready to fight, you know, for Islam and, and, and defend your country. And, and then when Al-Qaeda came in, uh, when they essentially, you had mentioned something about how they, they literally, I don't know if you meant this literally or you said they put a gun to your head. And we're kind of directing you. And, you, and at that point, you realize, well, you know, you can't do that. You can't force me to, you know, fight in this right. way. Talk about that. Was yeah. that uh, that's striking to me? Because it sounds like from then that was kind of a turning point for you. At that point, you decided, hey, I'm going to go and help do do this a different way. And and that's when you went and helped right. uh, with the military. Right. You know, mostly now, you know, like it's very important for people to understand how people like Qaeda start, how people like ISIS start. Mm-hmm. You know, these people, they, they are everywhere in the mosque and watching the people who they're really searching for God. Mm-hmm. And that's how the, the point starts when they ask people to join them. Mm. And, uh, you know, like now they, you know, they can use Internet and they can use all the social media. But back in my time, you know, because I'm really, really searching for God, you know, they see me. I cry in the mosque every time I come and pray. And I always... My favorite place was in the, in, at the mosque, you know, like mm-hmm. if people say, hey, where's Ali? They say, oh, he's in the mosque, you know. So so just for people to understand, when I came from a background who, who really love Islam, mm-hmm. not hate Islam. Mm-hmm. And, and being willing, you know, when you read the Quran, you know, and just see our situation in our country, you know, like you see people like who they took over the country, like, you know, the U.S. US military, U.S. Army, and then... And then you feel like, you know, as a duty for you, your faith, you need to defend your country. You need to fight for your country. And, and this is right. Everybody has it in any country. And but it's more than that, actually. You know, when I get to point that I don't feel so much peace in my heart to, to carry my gun and, and join any groups and fight for under what? You know what I mean? Like what? Like. What like who is the leaders? Who's the people who they gonna 
mm-hmm. have the right to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, I know we have a government. We have the Iraqi government who's trying to establish this. So in this day, there is a there is a person. He came and and then he said, you know, everybody in this mosque, you know, they have to obey us. This is was from Qaeda and uh, was uh, was West Baghdad. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then they say, you know, you guys need to fight. You can, you know, you you are like shamed. You are full of shame. You need to fight, and you can see your country is under the the Christian. And, and use, you know, always use the Christian word. You know, it's it's a war between Islam and Christianity, and we have to protect our faith. Mm. So you know, and that day, you know, was was peaceful conversation. But after that, start to have you know like more like. Uh, fear conversation, you know, like, this is, you know, like, if you don't join us, that means you are with them, and if you are with them, that means you have to be dead. Mm-hmm. So, in this case, I was so hopeless, you know, I was like, and this person actually, was he was from, like, he was not even Iraqi. Mm. And and then I was so upset, who you are, to talk to me like this, you mm. know? Right. <laughs> so, wow. I have, I have... I have a lot of uh, family who they work with the the Iraqi government and like uh, as the military and they try you know to protect the country and so uh, I went to I went to them and say hey you know I wanna I wanna work as a volunteer to clean my city from from all these situations you know like from all these people they are not Iraqi they don't have right to tell us what we should do oh yeah so, sure <laughs> so yeah so uh, I, I ended up uh, working with the with the American uh, army because it's more safe for me actually than working with the with the with the Iraqi police or the Iraqi military because they was not fully established yet. So, so I was, that was the first time, you know, like, uh, I was, I was in the beginning feel like, uh, strange because, you know, in this time I'm a Muslim, you know, I'm not Christian. Mm-hmm. So how I am working with the, with the Christian people, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, but I was feeling, uh, proud, not working for money. I was all my time volunteer, mm. but trying to make different in my country. And I was believing that. The country can be changed by peace, not by war and fight. You know, right. And if you want, if you want the the American army to leave the country, you need to be friendly and 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 just peacefully end the war. You know, not like uh, if you fight with them back, they will fight back to you too. Right. So yeah, that's how it starts. Mm. Amazing, amazing. Well, I'll tell you what, let's do. We are um, actually out of time for this first segment, so want to wrap this up and maybe continue another time to continue your story and thank you so much for being on with us and it's wonderful to hear about what god has done in your life and want to know if you would uh, be willing to close us in a prayer yeah yeah, absolutely lord god thank you so much lord for uh, for this time thank you lord for uh, changing my life and uh, give me opportunity to be a blessing to other people lord we pray for the people who they listen uh, the story and the testimony, they have heart and desire to reach out for the Muslim people, God. Lord, uh, Muslim people, they are, uh, you create them as a human, Lord, and uh, uh, they deserve to know you, God. Lord, I pray you will uh, send the people and uh, uh, just make more opportunity for people to know who you are, God, and uh, 
to hear your voice and uh, we ask you lord to give them vision and dream lord especially in this month in ramadan when muslim they try to pray and fast to be close to you god i just pray you will be close to them mm-hmm. and show them who you are uh, we love you god and we thank you for everything you have been done in our life in jesus name we pray amen amen And once again, this is The Crescent Project, bringing you powerful teaching, testimony, and truth about God's miraculous movement in the Muslim world and how we as Christians can join him in this kingdom work. I'm Matt Bonner, and I serve as the Communications Director for Crescent Project, a national Christian ministry focused on equipping the church to share the gospel with Muslims. We believe we have a hope worth sharing. You can find us online at crescentproject.org. Send us your feedback or questions to be answered on the program via email to radio at crescentproject.org. We hope you join us again next time on The Crescent Project.